It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with me this week. This week I'm going to be doing a little bit of a bland on things. And I had mentioned that I was going to be doing in a previous show that I was part of a panel that I coordinate for an organization called Coalition to Support America's Heroes. And that is an organization that's called the Road to Recovery Conference is what they put on. And the coalition is an organization that provides emergency aid and other services to veterans severely disabled in the war on terror. And every year they have what they refer to as their Road to Recovery Conference. And I, with other of my colleagues, who I will go into detail on that in a moment, have put together a panel presentation on relationships, sexuality, and quality of life. And this being the eighth year, this was our seventh time doing this uh, Road to Recovery conference. None of us are paid for this. We all give our time, you know, freely. The coalition gets us to point A and, you know, we have accommodation. But we give four hours of presentation to these severely injured soldiers how it got started is a woman by the name of Lieutenant Colonel Mary Good, who at the time was in Rumsfeld's office in the Department of Defense. And Mary called my office, and my assistant said, you've got to talk to this woman. And I was like, okay, why? She said, no, no, you've just got to talk to her. And I was like, okay, let me call her up. And she said, I know of you because of your books. And she said, we in the military do a really good job of when these soldiers come back and they've been, you know, severely injured, we do a really good job of putting them back together and, you know, getting the physical part of them healed, you know. But she said, what we don't do and what the military does not do well is deal with the area of sexuality. And Lieutenant Colonel Good was one of the first ranking officers who reported on rape in the military. And to say that there was a fallout and an impact on her is an understatement. Um, you know, they put her off into Nowheresville to work on projects. People derided her saying, why, why do you keep doing this? 
and yet she was aware, and she's a career officer. She has been in the, you know, in the military her entire life. Uh, her husband, her former husband, he um, passed away, but he was also military. Her daughter is a black, um, uh, uh, black helicopter um, pilot, and her son is also in the military. So this is a military family. And she said, the one thing that the military does not do well with these soldiers, and she said they are created, you know, the, the war, you know, operations area, she said, is a very unnatural world for human beings of that age because that's when the majority of them are looking for partners or being sexual or, you know, finding someone, and it's not simply not permitted. The big thing that we were brought in to do was to speak about sexuality and disability. And the disabilities range from severe burns to limb amputations to hearing to sense, you could um, vision impact, hearing impact. And I will say that the thing that we have seen over the last seven years, the first time we were there, there were a lot more very severe burns and um, blast injuries. This year, uh, we, when, we, when we arrived there, there were many more of the soldiers, and it's both women and men, who are dealing with, PTSD and TBI, what we would often then refer to as the invisible wounds, the things that people don't understand what is, you know, what's going on. So this year, we typically will do this uh, relationship, sexuality and quality of life in Florida. But this year, they did it earlier. It's often in December, two weeks ago in the um, October 6th, 5th through the 8th, and it was in San Diego. The main, and, and I'll tell you, for those of us who do this, we get as much, if not more, from the, the families and the soldiers than we feel like. We feel like we just want to be able to give them as much as we can. We have limited time. The coalition brings in these families or the injured soldier and the caregiver who often might be a family member or a mother or it, but they are brought in all expenses are taken care of they um, are put up in the um, conference area in the hotel they then also are often given access as it was this time to go to SeaWorld and for many of these families this often ends up being their only holiday during the year. So when we do our panel, we first do an initial panel. And on our panel, I'll do this before we have to go into break here, it is myself, Lou Paget, certified sex educator. Then there's also the Reverend Dr. William Staten. And he is a Master of Divinity. He has a doctorate in Divinity. And he also has a doctorate in sexuality. PhD in sexuality. And the reason he is an American Baptist clergy, and the reason Bill is so important for our presentation, is anyone who knows the military world and the military culture knows that it has a very strong faith-based attitude, very strong. 
And what Bill talks about is where sexuality and religion coexist. And how he ended up going to get his Ph.D. in sexuality, he had had great training in his theological training, but when he came out as a young pastor, he was being asked questions in the area of sexuality, and he said, I didn't even know people did these things. And he said, I had no clue. And he said, I knew that if I was going to be effective as a pastor, I would have to go and find out about these things because people just kept coming. Because think about this for one moment. The place where most people will go when they have a question about sexuality or sexual function, they will often go to someone of faith. And rarely do people of faith get any training in this area, which Bill Staten found out. So he is, Dr. Staten is fabulous, approachable, but one of the biggest things that he brings is he brings a humanity to the discussion about sexuality and religion. He is uh, a many times um, award-winning scholar. He is currently lives in, retired, but he's currently a scholar at University of Minnesota and also in um, the uh, adjunct professor at uh, Widener former director there, he brings the attitude of, he talks about that sexuality and religion, they are two ongoing life experiences that all of us have to be aware of, whatever our faith may be. It surrounds all of us, and for many people, their choice of how they do many things in their lives are faith-based. So... That is why he is a crucial component to our panel. Another panelist is Dr. Linda Mona, and she is a working psychologist at the VA Long Beach Healthcare System and has been for the past 13 years. And she's currently, you know, the director of the psychological postdoctoral training. But the big thing that Linda brings is the really practical things and um, ideas for her patients. She is absolutely booked for her area with the area about the clinical services that she provides for, you know, sexual health. Because this, as Dr., as Lieutenant Colonel Good said, we don't give these returning soldiers any information about how to maintain relationship, what to do if they're young and they can't have sex, what to do if they are married and they're not able to do anything. She said they can't ask those questions, and that's what we address. That's what our panel addresses. And we also have a gentleman by the name of Tom Stewart, who is a retired commander with the United States uh, Naval Marines and Marine uh, United States Navy Reserve, pardon me. I don't, I'm, I'm not military, so I don't get my, I get my acronyms a little bit jungled up here. But he is the CEO and founder of Sports Sheets International, which is, in essence, a company that creates sex toys. But they, they, they are strongly in the area of vanilla kink. And these are products, anyone who has a disability, they know that they are very creative with how to 
do something, if they have to drop their pen and they don't have their grabber there, how are they going to do it? Are they going to move the chair? Are they going to do something? And if they're trying to hold on to a partner and they don't have any strength in their hands, what can they do? And Tom Stewart's products from Sports Sheets International are a fabulous product line that we bring in. And I will continue with a story about what Tom has also done for our panel after this break. I'm Lou Patchett. I'm talking about Coalition to Support America's Heroes, Blending Sexuality and Severely Injured Soldiers and the Support We Give to Them. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on DougieNet.com. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And before the break, I was talking about Tom Stewart and his company, Sports Sheets. And actually, the uh, real attitude of Sports Sheets is keeping couples connected. And as a former, you know, as a retired, you know, U.S. Navy Reserve, he uh, flew um, a CH-46 helicopters, um, HH-60 helicopters. 
So he knows the military inside and out. And one of the things that he wanted to do, I met Tom oh, probably 15 years ago at a, um, a conference, the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo, which is a sex toy, uh, which is at, uh, a conference for you know, uh, selling um, retail for uh, sex toys and adult products. And what stood out for me is I was looking at this guy with a military buzz cut in a suit, and I was wearing, you know, something similar. The two of us did stick out a little bit. And I walked up to him and I said, what, what are your products? And what, they, what we use his products for is for some of these partners, they can't hold on to, you know, one another's bodies. They can't stay connected. So there's slings. There's things that can go on doors. We had one young gentleman who had had rods inserted into his spine so he could not bend his back. He couldn't flex his back. His back was totally straight. And he, Tom had given away a product called the door sling. And he goes, and this guy goes, I guess, oh, man, this is great. He said, he said, I got me. I got the sling. Now all I need is the girl. And this was the way that he could be intimate with someone because he couldn't bend over. And Tom also has done, he's designed toys and designed products specifically for the injured soldiers. And for anyone who has worked with someone who has a disability and problems getting in and out of bed, he uses a Hoyer lift, H-O-Y-E-R lift. And that's the thing that sort of sits to the side of the bed and allows so that people don't throw their backs out trying to, because that's one of the major injuries for anyone who's in a medical um, care world is back injuries, trying to lift, lift someone who's too heavy and dead weight. So he uses these, but he creates slings and product so that these soldiers are able to, you know, they might might have been the last time that they had, you know, missionary-style sex or face-to-face sex was before that soldier was injured. And he has created things that allow these soldiers to do that and to hold on to one another, to bring someone closer to maintain position. Because if you do have a leg that might have a spasm in it, what do you do? Do you sort of bind it up? No, the thing you can do is you can keep it into position so it doesn't have, it it isn't distracting for you. So that's Tom Stewart, and he speaks about his development of things. And then um, the uh, from that one, after we do our panel, and my presentation when I talk to them is that, look, on the main panel, the things that happen in relationships are not solely just as a result of disability. They couldn't possibly be. What they are is, and have things changed in your life? No question about it. Yet, what if I were to go into what's new and what's not, I mean, the things in the world in the area of sexuality is, you know, the people always come back with, they'll say, well, we're not being able to, you know, can't have sex or there's a problem with this. Now, there is a cascade of reasons why people may not be able to be sexual. It could be the injury. It could be the medications they're on. And unfortunately, a lot of these soldiers are on a lot of medications. So they 
give another medication to treat the symptom of something else, and then this, this causes something else, which causes something else. So for many of them, there are issues with very profound erectile issues. But I will go back to that when I talk about some questions that we get asked. So after we do, and again, I'm talking about the Coalition to Support America's Heroes, which is an organization, and if you want to find them online, it's saluteheroes.org, O-R-G. But they provide emergency aid and other services to veterans severely disabled in the war on terror. And in the time that we have been part of, as a panel, the, the Coalition and the Road to Recovery Conference that, that we attend, uh, many of the speakers and many of the people who are on staff with the Coalition um, are already, were previously attendees to the Road to Recovery. One of them is Corporal Donnie Doffenbaugh, and he is now, you know, the speaker, presenter, MC, and he talks very candidly about what has happened to him. But we see, we have the same question often being asked, which is, how can I be more connected to my partner? And how can I, how can we do things more often? Well, often the ability to have sexual intercourse has changed rather dramatically. So what you knew as that is very different than what you are like now. And I'll use this as a time to, and here's the thing, when we get there, people arrive as families, so do we. So I come with my partner or my sister, Dr. Linda Mona comes with her husband and her two sons. Uh, Bill Staten comes with his wife, Kathy. And uh, Tom Stewart came with his wife, uh, Kimberly. And also, Linda Mona came with two additional PhDs. One's a postdoc, Sarah Ray Andreski, who is fabulous, works at the VA as well, and also Nina Eisenberg, who she is a psych intern. Both of these ladies are under Linda Mona's supervision. But what they bring is more people because we can't be everywhere with everyone and we want to you know, we want to hit as many, you know, people's lives as we can because where we get approached is in the hallways. And as one of our um, colleagues said years ago when we did our main presentation, take advantage of us being here. If you had to hire us individually, you couldn't afford us which is true. So we want them to come up and ask us in the hallway, and they do. So here's what one gentleman said talking about how things can change, and then I'll tell you what I gave him as my answer. And he said, advice on physical disability to not being able to achieve or maintain an erection and the emotional feelings, problems as a result, e.g., his wife saying, you don't find me attractive anymore, to his feeling, I'm worthless as a man, I can't even get it up. And this gentleman approached me. Um, he handed me a note. He did not want to ask it from the audience, which many people do not. They're <clears throat> shy about asking that. And I asked him, you know, we, we were able to speak outside, and I said, "Is first off, we have to let her know this isn't about her not being attractive to you. And he, I said, have you 
specifically said that. Because many times if women have weight issues, they think there's a problem. But for this man, him being sexual or being intimate with her was his way of feeling masculine because this was his wife. He did not want to fool around. He did not want to do things outside of this. So in the conversation, I asked him, I said to him, you do realize, of course, that you are a beginner. And I said, as a beginner, you're not expected to know. And I said, I can, you know, have you tried any other products or any other things? And he said, yeah, you know, sometimes they work. And he said, sometimes they're a complete disaster. And I said, well, <laughs> welcome to the world of, you know, playing with sex toys and products. I said, that's what always happens. Sometimes they work and sometimes they're just total duds for you. And I said, so find those that work for both of you. But I said, the other thing is that when you are trying something and as a beginner, you're going to be trying things that you've never tried before. And then I used a statement that I'd never used before. And I said that I had just read this quote, that a master will fail more times than a beginner will even try something. And he just looked at me and he said, I know how to be a master. And I said, you do? I said, in what? And he told me that he was a nationally ranked master marksman and that he was, you know, that was one of his number one things that, you know, he loved to do was to be a, I believe he said marksman. And I said, well then, if you know how to be a master in one area, you can then be a master in another. And his comment to me was, you just changed my life with that sentence. Now, to say that that's humbling is an understatement. And I then asked him, I said, you know that feeling that you have when, when you've mastered it, when you are the master of what you're doing? He said, yeah, and his, his stance, his look, everything about him changed. And I said, you can recreate that in other areas in your life. You can recreate that in your relationship if you want. You can recreate that with your intimacy. You know how to become a master. And he goes, that's right. He said, he said, so many, you know, I can't tell you how many shots I took where I missed. But he said, I did keep going because I did want to master this. So for any of you dealing with something where you're starting at the beginning of it, just to remember that if you want to be masterful at something, if you want to get better at it, you have to do things. You have the master fails more times than beginner will even try. So when we come back, I'm going to be talking about what our four presentations were actually like, what was included in them in our relationships, sexuality, and quality of life. Please stay with me. This 
to Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smart strategies and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. As uh, before the break, I said what I would be covering on the return is what we spoke about in our four breakouts. And the four breakouts, our, our, our intro panel sort of gave people little snippets of what we might be <clears throat> talking about. And in the first breakout, it is the Reverend Dr. Bill Staten, and he talks about where religion, sexuality, and religion coexist. And how wartime affects sex is what Dr. Mona talks about. Then reclaiming sexuality in the face of disability for you and your partner. And this was a great presentation that Sarah Ray Andreski did, and I'll tell you how she um, broke that down. And then the final presentation <clears throat> is mating and dating. And that's something that for some of them, they're single. Some of these, um, uh, the military personnel are single. Some are not. Some are in a current relationship. But even if you already are connected or married, things are different and you need more tools now. And some of them may be mental tools. Some of them may be the physical tools. Some may be, you know, the, a resource handout. So with uh, Bill Staten, as I'd mentioned before, and because my area is not spirituality and religion, I 
can't, you know, cite the sources that he does, you know, with the same elan and um, skill. Yet what I will tell you is that the whole audience relaxes when we start with Bill because he literally tells people, he describes his own evolution of finding out about sexuality and how important it was for him. Then he discusses how powerful it was as a young pastor to realize people have these questions about their sexuality, about their relationships, that he was not ready and prepared to talk about, hence going back and getting his Ph.D. Then he also will give references to people of how important it is within any faith-based culture to have your value system being respected. And that's a crucial part. We, you know, on occasion we've made occasional blunders with we may think that looking at adult material is fine, yet for some couples, and I remember one gentleman who I was on the National Advisory Council with, and he was a doctor, and he said, I simply did not want to bring those images into my marital bed, period. And for some people, it, it can be a guiding tool on how to do something, but for others, it's just something that has them not be focused on their partner. And again, people have to be comfortable with the information and how they can incorporate it. But Bill does the, you know, the great, you know, the connection between the sexuality, the spirituality, the religion, and the fact that this is a lifelong education. This doesn't stop at, at any point. And really, if you think about it, some of the first questions that people want to know about someone is, you know, what might be your faith background? Because are we on the same page with something? Might there be, you know, um, a real cultural chasm that, that can't be over, you know, that one cannot um, overlook? But that's the big thing he talks about. There does not have to be a separation between sexuality information and faith-based spiritual information. They are both... He, as he says, they walk hand in hand throughout your entire life. Now, Dr. Linda Mona is, she is the, uh, therap um, the therapist at the Long Beach VA, psychologist. And when Linda talks with them, you know, she's honest and says, you know, listen, we need to have a conversation about what exactly is the trauma that, you know, you because these people witness and or experience things that influence all of your life. You and for what we have seen, and I spoke about this, a lot more PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and TBI, traumatic brain injury, which we refer to as, you know, the invisible injuries. You know, the, the quality of life for individuals with visible and or disabilities, invisible disabilities, their partners and their caregivers. So what Linda then speaks about is that it's truly not uncommon at all when there has been either, you know, a major accident or major injury for your sexual and intimate relationship to change. Now, acknowledging these 
and being able to have a dialogue. This is something that I say to people. You can't be having psychic sex, meaning you think you know what the other person is thinking and you have no idea. I've had very, very um, religious couples. When I'm doing, it was actually a, a show, and the wife, they have a young child, and they, how the producer met them was at her church. And they have a young child, both athletes. So, you know, for them, sex before was like, oh, yeah, baby, this is, you know, let's, let's have at it. Now they have a young baby. They're tired. They, can't, they have limited time. The baby is a little colicky. And I asked her if she would be interested in using sex toys or, you know, marital aids, whichever term she would prefer. And she said, oh, absolutely, anything that's, you know, going to make things quicker because we don't have as much time as we used to. So the husband comes in, and he's former military, and he, I said to him, would you be, you know, interested in using um, adult novelties or toys? He goes, absolutely not. Only certain people use them. And I looked at him, and I said, would it surprise you to know that your wife said she wants to use them? He said, you are kidding me. I said, nope. I said, she said, we have very limited time. He goes, that's right. He says, I tried this thing and then I do that. And if that doesn't work, I tried this thing and that doesn't work. And I tried this thing and that didn't work. I said, you're going down a checklist. He goes, exactly. And I said, well, if you are open to having the discussion about bringing something new in. And look, sex toys are not the total solution for things. What the solution is, on for many people is being able to have a discussion that doesn't push every single one of their buttons. And I'll just use an example of a couple that approached me in the hall. Now, they've been married six years. They have three boys under five, okay? So needless to say, they have a house that is a little crazy. Add to it that... She is a, she is, she says, I've just always been boy crazy. <laughs> and he's kind of like, well, I know she was like that before. <laughs> and, but I said to them, I said, look, the two of you, you know, you are like fire and gasoline. You just keep hitting one another's buttons. Now, that's okay, but you also have to realize in your relationship, and how you are about how you are intimately and your sex life is impacting three young lives. You cannot overlook the fact that you are walking, talking role models about sexuality and relationships for these three boys. And they were both like, mm, I guess, I guess so. And I said, I said, I'm probably not telling you something you don't already know, but you have busy, hectic lives, and whether or not they were, you know, wanted to have, you know, do other different things, that's fine, too. There were some people who approached who they didn't want others to know, look, we want to have more of an open relationship. How do we go about doing that? So the discussion with that is, you know, finding, you know, other groups that have a similar attitude to what you want, but... And just going online for many things is probably not the easiest thing, and particularly in the world of the military. You know, sometimes you have to be really careful about what you do. So that is how 
wartime effects sex. I'm simply not doing Dr. Mona the true value of her presentation. Uh, however, if anyone is interested, um, she is at the VA in Long Beach, and she is going to be creating her own practice separately, dealing with a lot of the issues that the um, her military, the people who have approached her, and she's like, I'm not able to do that within this environment, but I can do it in a private area. Anyway, going to, um, she would like to create this whole area for herself. Reclaiming sexuality in the face of disability. This was Dr. Andreski's presentation on how traumatic brain injury affects someone. And she used, take a little Tupperware tin, and she put two little soldiers inside of it. And then she put the lid on top of the Tupperware, and here's the soldier in a world where there's kind of a wall around it. So that's the PTSD impact. That's the TBI. So here, their world is shaking around, and the rest of the world doesn't see that shaking, but it is for them. And then she also did a terrific diagram of the brain showing how when you are, when PTSD occurs, one part of your brain, it literally will stop it from going back to that part where the trauma was experienced. So anything that might trigger it, anything that could be you know, considered to be a similar impact, your brain will just shut it off. And I'll use an example for one soldier who had very severe, severe PTSD. He would, at night, um, things would happen. And here's the thing. He would start to get slightly violent, and he would be absolutely panicking. And the way that his wife talked him down, because she said, I sure do not need my husband in jail. She pretended to be his CO, his commanding officer, and she literally used a microphone and basically talked him down from the, you know, this, this impact that he was having at that moment. And what happens in these presentations, these soldiers and their caregivers and their spouses are coming to get the ideas of what other people know work for them. That's one of the biggest things that we help them to share because people say, I've been there, I want to know what everyone else is doing. And when we come back, I'm going to be talking about mating and dating and what uh, Tom Stewart and I talk about for keeping partners connected and keeping it new and fresh. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is Buzz Local Radio. We had three topics here, and we just added a fourth to start talking about hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yep, in a band. Oh, He's in a band. 
and we both had guitars. So I went over to his house Christmas Day that so day. We had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four I or five that songs feeling. that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic Fish. <laughs> I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not let me wear my pants backwards Darn. to school either. That was wiggity, 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 wiggity. <laughs> Buzz Local Radio. Available for free download on toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before the break, I said what I'd be talking about is mating and dating. And this was the presentation that I did for the Coalition to Support America's Heroes, the Road to Recovery Conference, number eight, which was just held October 5th through 8th, uh, 2014, in San Diego. And one of the things that I tell my, you know, the people who are coming to my presentation is that there are many things that happen in relationships that are just as a result of relationships and not as a result of the disability. But there are also many sources of information that are not necessarily all that helpful. Um, The porn industry is, in essence, someone else's fantasies. You can get ideas from it. You can shoot your own if you prefer. But really, what it boils down to is This is where we all come from. It's totally, it's probably one of our most powerful ways of communicating, and yet it's the one area of our life that we get so little permission to talk about when we're we're learning about it. It's kind of like you're just somehow supposed to, you know, get it out of the ethers. So, excuse me, here's what I talk about. When someone is choosing a partner or they have a partner, how much attention are you paying to your partner? Relationships, particularly if there's been, you know, some issues like for many of the partners of the injured soldier in because divorces tend to just be rampant in the military, is they feel like a caregiver, not a spouse. And so how they relate to the person is no longer...
longer of a sexual or intimate nature. It's of a caregiving nature. But I asked if you are, you know, what type of attention are you giving? Because truly, there is no more seductive behavior than your attention. Whether it is a cat, whether it is a plant, whether it is your house, your car, or your partner, whatever you give attention to flourishes. Whatever you don't, it doesn't flourish. And I'll tell you, there is a woman who came up afterwards. She has her own business. Her husband was in the military. And she was standing at the edge of the stage crying. And she said, you just explained 21 years to me in one sentence. And I was like, wow. And then I, of course, had to ask, what was the sentence? And she said, you talked about attention. And she said, I take care of my job. I take care of everybody else. I take care of the kids. I take care of this. And she said, my husband has always just said to me, I'm over here. I'm right here. And she said, I finally get what he meant. She said, this has changed my whole way of talking with him about this. And again, sometimes we just get called to do stuff and we don't realize what the impact is going to be. Then the other thing, I'm just this again, this is my presentation on mating and dating, is I talk about keeping the touch and the kissing, keeping that fresh. And because for most people, there's, and for many men, they are touch-starved. So are many women. But the touch, keeping the touch fresh and keeping the touch, because very, there aren't very many people who can go in and do you know, the public displays of affection and come in and kiss you or touch you. But that is so crucial for people. We know the therapeutic value of touch. So I talk about the swirl, and this is what the swirl is like. If you're sitting in a chair, I want you to take your hands and put them on your knees, fingernails up, okay? Your fingernails are like, just sort of curve them slightly on your knee. Now just pull your hands gently towards the front, towards your hips, okay? So you're going in a straight line, right? So it feels like it may tickle a little bit, but that is, you know, whenever you're touching, here's another thing with touch, whatever you do on one side, balance it by doing it on the other. Whatever you do on the top, do on the bottom. That massage thing is like, you know how you're doing one side, the other side's going, please let it be me. So when you're touching, make sure you, you use both sides. But in a straight line, that's one sensation. Now what I'd like you to do is put your hands on your knees and then just do a squiggly pattern, sort of like a, a wave. See how that feels very different? Now, I'm going to add to it, you can't tickle yourself, Okay. So when someone else touches you, that is a different energy coming to your body. So when you are doing this to someone else, the straight line feels like, oh, goody, I know I'm next because the nerves are anticipating. With the swirl, they're going like this, oh, my God, I hope I'm next. Because that's the thing. And what that does is it wakes up the entire body. It sensitizes it. You can do that on someone's head. You can be... You know, um, doing it, stroking on someone's arm, you can do it in public. 
that's the beauty of it. Here's another, what I think is one of the more important tips to let people know. Please turn the TV off in the bedroom. The TV is a third person, seriously. And if you're paying attention to the TV, you're not paying attention to your partner. Now, I did have someone say, well, you know, we love to have the TV on in the bedroom. And I said, and then what are you doing? And she said, watching TV. I said, right. I said, you can put a finite amount of time and say, okay, we're going to watch it for this amount of time, and then you turn it off. Great. But I said, the big thing you need to know is you, if you are in the bedroom, make that a sanctuary. Don't have a computer screen there. Don't have things, and from a feng shui standpoint, from an energetic standpoint, you do, you do not want to have, you know, energy circulating around in your room. It makes it interrupting, and you can't rest as well. Then I, because these are young soldiers, I talked about the impact of pregnancy and children. And for most couples, it is the biggest impact on relationships and the there was I brought, I brought my cop my, a copy of my book hot mamas which is about sexuality during pregnancy and immediately thereafter and this one young woman up at the and i was handing out and one woman said oh i am so over that she said i am not having any more children forget it nope she said that's that's not the book for me <laughs> i said okay and then another woman too goes oh I'm just pregnant. She said, may I add it? And I said, of course, of course. And I handed it to her. The next night at the dinner, she came up and she said, I, I've only read two chapters, but I have to let you know, this has completely changed how I feel about my pregnancy and myself. She said, you told me I could still be feminine. I still could be, you know, feel attractive and sexual. She said, we just spent two years going through IVF, and she said, everything was about getting pregnant, getting pregnant, and she said, this has me realize I can still be the me who I was before. And that's such a crucial message for couples to get, because I watch couples pull apart all the time during pregnancy or immediately thereafter, and that's why I wrote that book. So that is, you know, another thing. Also, I cannot overlook that the impact of medications on these soldiers and their sexual functioning is profound. It is absolutely profound. And for some of them, they can't have an erection, as that gentleman, you know, talked about being a master in this. And another couple, he was having issues with things, and they were dealing with not being able to talk about it. But he knew that they wanted to maintain their, you know, their marriage and their relationship. And he said one of what I thought was one of the most powerful things that a man could say about a woman. And actually, I'm wanting to, I will be having her on my show because she was, she was just great. But he, his name, it was um, John Shannon and his wife is Tori Shannon. And his comment was, the most powerful gift a woman can give a man is a planned pregnancy. And I was like, wow, I had never heard that. And it is, you know, from she's creating life with him and without her, 
not going to be happening. But I have, I'm going to be having Tori on my show because she was a lot of fun. Now, the other thing people have to look at, what exactly and what do you want to create in your relationship? Do you want to create strong family? Do you want real people information? What are, you know, what are the desire switches between the two of you? What most people don't realize is that for women and men, the desire switch, like the turn-on switch, doesn't get activated until they're actually physically doing something. That's often a shock even for men. And at this point, and you know something? We all know sexuality is a component part of our relationship. It's not the only thing, but how we are as sexual beings. So sexual intercourse is but one thing, but how we are acknowledged as women, as men, as, you know, someone's gay, straight, bi, that doesn't matter. The big thing is you want to be acknowledged and wanted for who you are. Truly, I always tell them about the importance of a kind heart, that for many women, they fall in love with men for reasons men have no idea, and it's invariably because of a woman watching something kind that a man does. So they also had terrific presentations and terrific entertainment. One of the people was a woman by the name of Cassidy Diana, who wrote a song called Salute, which she has given the copyright to the Coalition to Support America's Heroes. There was also Chris Jansen, who was awesome. Soldier Hard was a rap group that only talks about things in the military. So I'm going to put these up. You can go and check them out on YouTube. Thank you so much for being with me today. And for any of you who know someone who might need the services of the coalition, check out saluteheroes.org, and that's for emergency and other services for veterans severely disabled in the war on terror. So much, thank you so much for being with me. We're talking about our presentation on sexuality, relationships, and disability. Have a fabulous rest of the day. Bye for now. you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 